Amanda, what a pleasure to see you again. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me, Adrian. I love our talks. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this too. It's going to be a good way to finish a hectic week. Mm-hmm, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it might be interesting at some point during the discussion to talk about how relatively easy it is for people to take charge of their own health and the fact that, I know, I know when I speak to people, and I don't do it at the level you do, but people seem to think there's only one way to do anything, and there's a myriad of ways to get yourself back to health again, aren't there? There, there are so many ways that I think the average person would be completely overwhelmed. As a practitioner, I'm even overwhelmed by the direction that one can take to you know, uh, get someone back into homeostasis. Uh, it really just depends on what you feel resonance with ultimately. And that's, that's the, real, the real joke, you know. It, what they're offering mainstream-wise is just a tiny drop in the bucket of, of any option that you could go. And, and that's not the option <laughs> that you usually want to go in if you knew, you know. Yeah, well, I'm, one of the, the big challenges, I've done quite a little bit of content recently about it where the, the whole idea of germ theory it's 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 a complete hoax that's used to trap people. It's ridiculous. You know, you've talked a lot about this as well. Yeah, I mean, that's... See, when this all started, I mean, I was talking about germ theory problems before this whole, um, the, you know, event or whatever, that um, because it's so important, if you understand that that you're the one in charge and it's and, and your body is not against you, your body's actually doing the right things. It's, it's designed to heal. It's designed to purge and rebalance and needs some inputs. It needs certain vitamins, nutrients, energy, etc. It becomes simplified. Ultimately, you don't need to go after these little particles and, and try to categorize things into echelons and, um, and it simplifies it. And, and I think as a whole, our philosophy has has been the biggest problem is that um, we've broken everything down into these little parts and pieces, and we're we're forgetting about the holism. We're forgetting about the involvement with our environment and even our bodily environment, uh, and, and how that impacts whatever would be in the environment. <laughs> That's important too. <laughs> so if we understand that, then we get our power back. Because everything in this realm seems to be about um, tricking us away from who we are, tricking us out of our standing and our, our power and, and our knowledge of ourselves, who we are, why we're here, our purpose, all that kind of stuff. And germ theory is a perfect way to do that because it, it makes you fear. And when you're in your fierce spaces, you don't think that clear, obviously, and and you default to someone else because you feel you don't know or you couldn't possibly know. Uh, therefore, you, you have to get a, a false authority to tell you what to do, you know, like a child going into like a child state. And, and that's the problem. That's why we're in this mess ultimately in, in the first place is that we kept outsourcing our knowledge when we have access to all the knowledge inside of us. But most people just are looking to the outer world and being distracted by shiny things <laughs> and big beepy machines <laughs> yeah yeah exactly the facade which might look you know pretty on the outside but it's rotten on the inside 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I had a magnificent detoxification event in October that went on for 17 days, which I've not had anything quite like that before. And it was amazing. I was at one point, I was so weak. I couldn't even walk up a flight of stairs. It took me half an hour to go up 10 stairs, whereas normally I run up three and four at a time. And the, I, I said to my kids afterwards, because they've read, a couple of people close to me got quite concerned. I said, no, I'm fine. I'll ride this through. Just raw juices, lots of fasting and tons and tons of sleep. And the the different things I noticed were happening, the different odors, the different strange colors that were coming out of my skin in my sweat and in my coughing and stuff and, and the urine and everything. But at the end of it, I feel completely different. Things smell different. My sense of touch is different. And I said to my children, which is funny because they're adults now, I actually have to get used to this body. It doesn't feel the same anymore. It's not reacting or responding to things the same way anymore. It's it's very, very different. It's like someone's taken me and gone, right, this is new now, but it's not. It's what it should be like, I think. But it feels very, very different. Well, it's interesting if you think about it, how we feel is still a reflection of our electricity and and our frequency. And then if you're, you know, in alchemy, you know, the lighter aspects go to the top. And then the denser falls to the bottom. And if you are in the denser energies, then can can light penetrate that that easily? You know, can water flow through that that easily? No. And of course, that feedback inside your body, whereas it may be subtle, um, is still is still an aspect of you. And and we know from Bruce Lipton's work and others that when what we think and feel cascades into a biochemical cascade and that is related to how the body is functioning and and what's happening inside inside of our waters and so when you clean it out you're going to feel differently and you're going to think differently and you're you know it changes you yeah i've noticed that my uh tolerance of stupidity and people behaving like idiots is it's gone i've got no tolerance anymore and i used to be very tolerant of people um, and that happened all around that time as well. So it's 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 been great. It really has. And I I I would highly recommend anyone if you can do something like that, don't stop it. Write it out. It's worth it. Yeah. If you're in um, such a, a state, you do have to know enough to not go and panic and react. And a lot of people will panic and react, and then they'll go to the ER. They'll they'll walk right into the jaws of the shark <laughs> um, <laughs> rather than, you know, trusting God, the create the, the creator of this and it, that it's doing the right thing. And, you know, yes, there, you could technically, you can, you can die from um, a challenging healing crisis, which is why, you know, it, it, there's some wisdom to be applied, obviously with that, um, but if you, if you're tired or your energy's drained, then you just, you have to succumb to the rest. You have to allow the stopping of your life and not push through. And the real danger is when people will take, you know, a Claritin repeatedly or a, or a suppressive cortisol or anything that will take things back to suppression when they're going through a healing crisis, because it might make the appearance, well, I got to go to work. So I have to you know, take the drug, um, but they're not allowing the recuperation and it's synthetic and it gives the illusion of, of energy, but it's a false energy. And they're, they're basically whittling away their own life force when they do that. And, and they don't realize it. 
And and another example again of they're just they're trying to be poisoned back to health, which can't happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell the body to stop it. And that's what these drugs do. Stop it. You know, I don't like the symptom. I'm, I'm uncomfortable with the symptom because I don't like it. But it just comes from lack of understanding that the symptom is the healing process. And you don't like the healing process. So, of course, you don't necessarily like it. But unfortunately, you created it because some of some reason. Now, it could be because of an exposure. It could be because you were burning the candle at both ends. It could be because there was this, there's too much stress in the system. You know, there's lots of reasons as to why that happens in somebody. Um, and especially now when them, they're adding new challenges to us all the time, right? And we have to adapt constantly to that, which we do have adaptive capabilities through our enzyme systems and in our electrical systems and so forth. But that is a process. And if you're already in a process, <laughs> Now you have another challenge. It can, it can, the body says, whoa, you know, lay down and stop, uh, stop eating. And we got to figure this out. And it will ultimately, you just have to trust that, but also apply things that will help you like drinking water, like taking baths with Epsom salts, like getting your magnesium levels up, like taking vitamin C, you know, help the blood do the work. Because that's really ultimately where it's all coming from is is the blood. The blood is life. I was sleeping 18 and 19 hours a day, spread out during the day, just whenever I felt tired, go sleep, and all of the above. And uh, it, it, it came on, because normally a, a cleanse for me only lasts sometimes a few hours, sometimes a day. Um, but when this started to go, I thought, we'll just support and see where it goes. And it's funny because... It ended as quickly as it started. I remember waking up one day and it literally, I was like, yep, I'm done. I'm back out of bed and I'm fine again. And uh, so, yeah. It, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, well, you, it's, it's. I think people confuse. Um, they think the symptom is the cause and it's just, it's not. It's the effect. We'll be back after a quick break. Welcome to the Alchemy of Natural Healing. I'm your host, Laurel Dewey. True healing is an alchemical process, meaning it must transform you on all levels, body, mind, and spirit. What affects one affects all three. True healing is one of the hardest journeys you'll ever travel, but it's one of the most rewarding and fulfilling when you get to meet yourself for the first time. If you're ready to take that journey, let's get started. Yeah, it, it's this is an inverted reality. It's been made yes, exactly inverted, so that we're when you're oppositely polarized, then you're going to one eighty make that mistake. And and that's when I learned that it helped me the most, actually, because I just knew everything. If I just flipped it, then I'd be close to either at the truth or closest to the truth. It's exactly what I do. That's it. You know, yeah, it does make it simple. I, I've learned to do that as well. Look, look at everything and go the polar opposite, and you'll probably be in the right direction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, and even with our eyes, isn't it interesting how we're designed that we see, we see upside down, or we 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 have to trans. The brain has to take it upside down and translate it, which is a little bit of an interesting holographic <laughs> reminder, perhaps, or a clue. 
Mm-hmm. It's a clue. It's a clue. There are, there, there are clues everywhere. I'm right down to I'm pretty convinced we should be speaking backwards. I keep experimenting with what does it sound like to speak backwards? What does my name look like when it's backwards? Because that to me is more of the inversion. Fascinating. Yeah, everything in the mirror, right? But it makes sense it would be in the mirror for us to to try to sort it out because you can't see you. You're inside of you. How do you how can you know you, yourself? Because even if you look in a mirror, it's not you. It's a re- it's a reflection of you. Uh, there's actually a gentleman, I forget his name now, but he invented something called the true mirror. And the true mirror double inverts it. So you actually do see you as others see you. And it's interesting because he, he does videos of people going to a reverse mirror and then the true mirror. And there's something that happens in them where... They, at first, when they're looking at a regular mirror, like, yeah, you know, there I am, you know, that kind of thing. And there's sort of a dullness in the eyes area. And then when they look in the true mirror, they are, they light up and, and they're, they're, they smile and they're, they're excited somehow. They, they see something new of themselves. That's giving me goosebumps. I think I want one. They're not cheap. So I've been, I've been saving up for one of them, uh, but especially for my daughter, I want her to really know herself. And I think that's the problem is we've lost this tribal part of ourselves where we helped each other know ourselves in it and hold space for each other so we can be proper sounding boards and true reflections of them for them. And that's really ultimately what a, a spiritual-based healer will do or somebody who is a good listener, a counselor type of individual who will help to translate what they're seeing and hearing from that individual um, to get. Well, that's why I think they've, they've trapped us into all these little devices because I'd, I'd go out and you see a whole family and they're all staring at that instead of talking to each other. Yeah. It's bizarre to see. I don't even know why they bother going out together. They might as well sit at home and do that. Yeah. I mean, maybe because at least they can get their energy fields, you know, close and their heart, their heart, you know, their heart fields at least would be touching each other. I mean, but it's not <laughs> where it needs to be, obviously, where you have deep, meaningful communication and connection. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it is fascinating what's been done and what it continues to be done to people right now. Yeah. And, and the children, of course, and, uh, and the, the the crazies, I mean, the crazies, oh my goodness. And the repercussions of the the psychological operation is really wild. Wow. I mean, it's a, it, there should be a million PhD papers coming out in the psychological realm for this because it's it's quite a study on the human psyche to see the outcomes of two years of uh, gaslighting and propaganda and so forth. My partner, she's a clinical psychologist, and we have some very interesting discussions about what's going on. Oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah, and, and interesting discussions as well at her place of work, where she's probably the only one that hasn't bought into this nonsense. Amazes me the lack of discernment. I, I had no idea it was that bad. I think that was my biggest shock through all of this. I was just, I mean, so 
you can't see scammy scammer scams. You can't see it. I mean, if someone calls you and say, Hey, I'm calling from your bank. I need your password to get in because there's something wrong with your bank account. I mean, you haven't, you, you know, how many times you have to fall <laughs> where, where you realize, Oh, okay. That's somebody trying to scam me or coerce me or lie to me. I mean, why can't we see that? <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. One of the things that's fascinated me recently was all of a sudden that it appears that COVID's gone into the background now that the box in the television is telling people they have something else to worry about in Ukraine. And it, it's amazing because I said to someone, he said, but I, I know this germ theory thing you've talked about and you've shown me all the stuff. I, I get that it's not real. He said, but this is real. I said, why? Because the lying box in the corner told you what to fucking think. Have you lost your mind again or what? How quickly they just go right back into the drama. Yep, straight into it. But with new soap opera, it's probably different than the old shitty soap opera I was watching. Just the same. (laughs) No, it's the same. It's just a different color scheme, (laughs) different actors. Uh, Sometimes. Sometimes they roll out the same actors and think we haven't noticed. Yeah, yes. If they leave it long enough, they think that we'll forget or or they're targeting a different generation that never paid attention and you know they're not going to listen to their elders anyway so it doesn't matter no what do we know i no idea <laughs> don't listen to me <laughs> yeah it's uh but you know of course there are really important changes taking place too at least for the percentage of us who cannot be fooled and are not going to succumb to any of their um, blackmailing and brainwashing and so forth. I mean, a lot of us are focusing on community building and um, food security, obviously, the, which I've been doing that way before this because uh, I already, I already. Well, well that, that's another thing, isn't it? It's not, it's not that difficult. It was fairly new to me last year to figure out how to do stuff. I joined a community garden. You watch, you learn, and then you start planting stuff. And it's actually not that hard to get something out of the ground that you can eat. No, I think the difficulty is just understanding where you're living and some of the nuances of the wildlife that, you know, can eat your garden pretty quick um, and that sort of stuff, you know, because most of my most of my squash and stuff from last year got just stolen by something (laughs) and the deer ate all my beans. So I got I got no beans out of my my one of my gardens. But that's just part of it. You you learn as you go, but ultimately putting a seed in some soil and watering it and is not difficult. It's just you have to know what to do with it afterward to preserve it. If you've got a big bumper crop, you know, there's those types of things. But that's what you're supposed to have community for. So you can crop share, you can put down food together, which is way more fun. If you're having a canning party, way more fun. I mean, what one thing I never liked was going to gatherings with people and all I do is drink booze and talk gossip. And what is this? Like, I got stuff to do. I don't know. <laughs> this is not doing it for me. So I, I, I stopped going to social gatherings, really unless they were productive in some way or they were, you know, about building good relationships uh, where there's a a mutual support uh, framework, right? And I I think that's what it has to go back to that. It has to be small communities, 100, 150 people is about as big as we seem to be able to manage. Yeah. To create that again and go back to that because then you're not reliant on this ridiculous, broken, fucking monster of a system that's trying to consume everything as it consumes itself. 
And you know, people get fall for the the simplest stuff like, oh, there's a new politician now and they're saying the right things. All of a sudden they're saying exactly what I want to hear. I'm going to, oh, we have hope. We're going to vote for this person now because they're totally saying what I need to hear. But that's what politicians do, especially when they're going to get votes, right? So they're going to say what you want. So you they get in and they're never going to do what you want when they get in because the system is fundamentally bought and it's not even a country. It's a corporation and the corporation has CEOs. They're all corporations. They're all corporations and they have CEOs and boards and directors. And, and if you don't do the policy that comes down from the, from the top, then you're either, you know, marginalized even in your own group, right? Because it's always groupthink. It always will default to the majority. So even if you wanted to vote conservative, they're no better because they're, they're just going to default to the same party line, blah, blah. And you're going to lose what you thought you had. And so instead of hoping voting for that person and waiting for them to do something for you, you just have to actually do it yourself. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, and, and if you just took that time and started, you'd be way ahead rather than let's just try to vote this guy in or that guy. In. And they're good people it has nothing to do with it. It's the way the system is built and has been slowly, obviously interceded by agents, you know, I don't know why these crazies love love conquering lands. What's with that? Why do they want to have? Why do they want to own it all? What's with like? Is that just a demon thing? They're they're like, <clears throat> I must own the world. I will own you too. You know what? Why? What do they get off with that? I don't get it. Like what? what what's so gleeful or exciting about? conquering lands and taking over kingdoms and stuff like i don't get it <laughs> it, it seems i think there's a big psychological flaw that sits behind that people should know by the way if you look at the root of politic poly is many and tick is a bloodsucker or it's a it's a nervous system disorder yeah yeah really yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. had some of them as a kid <laughs> it's just weird i i, I what, 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 what's your deal why do you I mean, even within their ranks, you know, they're, they're vying for more power with, you know, in their own little cult. Right. So I'm sure that's what's going on with Russia and then, and, 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 uh, you, the U S because they're probably both, well, I want Ukraine. No, I want Ukraine. No, I want, you know, like, well, I'm going to take it first. You know, it's, oh, I know. Yeah. So like children in a fucking kindergarten, it's ridiculous playing. With I don't think they're mature. I think they're, you know, they have to follow the certain rules and stuff, but really, like, they're not very smart. So I'm sure there's all kinds of infighting and insanity. <laughs> well, there's clearly insanity, but, you know, it, but that's what they get off on. And probably because they're trapped here, they can't release. They can't, they're not allowed to die. So they're, they're stuck. And I guess that's what you do. I guess that's the only thing that wets your whistle if, if you can't connect with God and you can't, have meaning and purpose in in yourself inside yourself and serve god if you divorce yourself from that then what you got you got the material realm that's about it good luck with that yeah that sucks that sucks <laughs> <laughs> you'd soon get bored <laughs> yeah maybe it is boredom you know yeah oh well yeah it's an interesting thought very interesting thought yeah well we'll see how 
how it plays out because obviously a lot of people are seeing through it now with their bigger kind of move that they've done. You know, they've been doing it with some countries and then they'll do it with, with they'll pretend there's an epidemic of something in, the, in a smaller space. But this is the first time they've done this worldwide event in this way. So, you know, it's becoming a little more obvious. They are playing their hand openly, which they usually keep it in the shadows and stuff. And that's so, I mean, I've never seen so much conversation on all these social media platforms about, you know, numerology and sacred geometry and natural law and, and, and even germ theory discussions. And this has not happened before in th- at this scale. So that's good because it's the same thing with the body, right? You suppress something you don't like right? And it it does a workaround. It's always going to do a workaround or die. That's the nature of things. And so you can't suppress nature. You can't suppress these natural processes. You can try and they have, but ultimately it it can't continue. You can't continue that way. It's not the way, it's not the law of this. Yeah. And I think as well that there's, there's so much more light being shined into the dark areas that were always hidden from people up until recently. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very curious to see where it's going. I just, I, to be fair, I am so bored with it all now. I'm just getting on and doing my thing. I'm bored too. It's just, I, even when I scroll, look, oh, oh, I, I just, I can't, I'm excited for spring. I want to be in my forest. I want to be hands in the soil, you know, finding my remedies, making new remedies. I mean, that's the creation, the create, creating of things um, is where I find a lot of joy and, uh, this politicking and, and leftist rhetoric and law and, and just even pointing fingers. I'm even, you know, oh, this person said that, and that person said this. And when it's like, holy cow, man, that's a lot of your time. (laughs) Oh, I know. Yeah. To do what? Nothing. It doesn't go anywhere. I mean, uh, call out some of the controlled op. Okay. Sure. Now we know. Just don't don't bother with that. You know, if you're looking for news or you feel like you want to know what's going on, you can look at a few sources. But when you really want to know what's going on, then you better get quiet inside yourself and listen. That's how you know what's going on, ultimately. Yeah. Well, the energy follows thought, right? And we are the creators. And I'm convinced that they need us to create for them because they've lost their connection. That's right. So... That that's why it's all this drama all the time. They've got to have that energy flow, which is why it gets more and more ridiculous and more and more absurd, which is why I did a tiny little short video that I actually was going to release about 18 months ago and didn't. I did it recently. And it just said, stop stop playing the game and disconnect from mm-hmm. it. And it will wither and die. If you starve something of energy, it dies. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said about this whole let's, wrote, let's vote another politician in thing that's been going around in Ontario. And said, you can't. Get, go into the belly of a beast and try to control a multi-headed hydra. What, who do you think you are? Like you can, that's, that's, a, that's insane. That's a video game concept. That's what little boys think of. You know, you can't cut off one head and think you've got it sorted. You have to actually starve it. And the only way to starve it is to stop putting your energy onto it and create the obsolete, um, the, the system that makes them obsolete basically, right? And we know this, I mean, this is not news. Right, but just to some people. Well, yeah, I guess so. But I mean, it, but the same thing—they get sucked into it. They get pulled into it. It's like the next shiny thing, the next shiny thing, the next sensational thing. 
oh, here's our savior. Oh, here's, they're going to fix it. I don't have to. They're going to do it. Awesome. You know, and it's just, it's a sloth that's built in. And I think the tech is part of that too, right? Makes you lazy and tired and bored and there's something missing. You don't know, can't put your finger on it. And that stimulation did, you know, hit your dopamine, but now it's not enough and that sort of stuff. But it's not just that as well. People think that they're actually going to get reliable sources of information from there. And you have to be very careful where you even look to try and get something semi-accurate these days. You know, the idea that you just Google it. Oh God, that's over. And, and you know, you're, you're right. And I realized actually yesterday I was scrolling. Where was I? I think I was actually on Facebook. And it was like, that's half truth. That's half truth. That's half truth. That's wrong. That's not even close. Like, it's like, whoa, look at it all. And I would, I could spend days and days trying to correct this and it's irrelevant. And I think in part, the reason for it is because it, it, you know, with anything, it starts subtle and it gets more, you know, overt when it, when somebody's trying to teach you a lesson or trying to, you know, when, <laughs> when it's coming for you and it's like, these people aren't seeing it. So it has to get more bizarre and more obvious and more in your face and more stupid or whatever, because like the subtle, they didn't get. So now it has to be bigger and more obvious. You see how false that is? Do you see how warped that is? Now learn to notice the pattern inside that. Now notice when it comes again in a different, through a different avenue, you know, there it is. And then you learned it, then you walk away. That's it. Yeah, I, I was talking to someone the other day and I said, you know, the truth doesn't come normally around to your house, bang on the door and slap you in the face and go, hi. Said so the truth will be when you're half awake and you feel the caress of a breeze in the room and you only just notice it. That's what the truth does. That's right. Yeah. And and I, I made the analogy, you know, when we we're talking how to wake people up or, how, you know, which is long over. But before we were like, how do we do this? And I said, well, ultimately the subtle won't work because, because they're, they can't, they're too thick. They're too congested. They're not going to get it. So it either has to be, you know, it's like, so the analogy is that the, the house is on fire and the person's in the bed, right? Are you going to whisper in their ear while they're sleeping? <laughs> get up. <laughs> you know, no, you're going to have to shake them and it's going to be alarming. And I think a lot of people are having that alarming wake up with their their so-called side effects from taking the shots right now. And I mean, even then. Well, like, like a pal of mine that's had two heart attacks. Well, who was it? A pal of mine had two heart attacks. Can he relate it to, to the, the jabs? Oh, that's good. Because yeah. some can't. When the doctor said you should come in for your third and he went, you're not going to do that to me again now. So that's what I mean. There's there's the screaming in their face, right? Like, can you? But then there are other people I know that they won't. They've, they've had the same thing, and they're just like, oh, it can't possibly be that. Funny is way back when I exposed about chromosome eight primers, you know, being in the, the with the PCR tests, you know, being what they're looking for because as as we've proven over and over again, and Dr. Stefan Link has actually done the lab research on. What they're finding in your body is just part parts of your own DNA code. It's your own it's your own material that they're saying is viruses because it's your own material that's being broken down. So that's why I was trying to say that with the chromosome eight thing. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> that's you, and that's why they're searching for you, you know, in it. And uh, and it was 
it was just interesting to 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 make this connection for people obviously that their own it's like such a scam for them to realize that it's their own processes in their body but the seeing your own reactions to it your own like to the to the shots one of the things so if you look at chromosome 8 a deletion so I, I looked at that right and one of the things if you have damage to this chromosome which is huge there's lots of genes on it well you can get things like kidney disease or deafness or arthritis or these sorts of things right and so i have some people who've taken you know all three or whatever and they they're like oh now i have to go for a hearing aid my hearing's really gone down or it's weird i have this arthritis in my shoulder and and in my hand now, and I never had it before. And oh, now my hip is like aching and it's just so weird. And they still can't make the connection, but I'm finding the simple, and, and also the myocarditis, chromosome eight deletions lead to heart issues, specifically the pericardium. It's fascinating to make the connections that they've actually damaged their own DNA material and it's degrading those exact systems related to that particular, you know, genes on that particular chromosome. I find that quite fascinating. It is. And for some, they don't want to take responsibility. It has to be, it's on someone else, let them sort it. It's like, it's almost like narcissism in reverse, if such a thing happens. Yeah. Or also a form of narcissism. It's not my fault. It's their fault. They said this, they did this, they, you know, I went along with that. And it's just, it's ridiculous. Well, it's an ego problem, you know, narcissists don't know themselves, right? So they have to make- Yeah, your, your video you did the other day was hysterical. I was falling about laughing watching that. Which, which one? The one where I was like, it's the not little me. short one. That one? That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah I just, I was howling with laughter on that. <laughs> I'm trying to, you know, I haven't been that inspired, to be honest, to do a lot of like my live videos and stuff. I just kind of, I'm in that introspective space right now and writing and, and thinking. Uh, contemplating space. So I don't, it's, that's a lot of output and I, I'm not there, but so I have to honor that. Obviously that's my, my body, but every now and again, I get this tingle inside and I'm like, I have to listen. I know when it's something I have to do inside of me. So I do it. And that was just a simple two second thing. I mean, oh, not two seconds, but a short example of how pathological these situations and people are right i mean no self-responsibility it's got to be or it's look over here it's look squirrel right with everything <laughs> that's right yeah it was funny it is funny and it summed it up beautifully I, i've i've struggled to make content I, I think primarily because i got sick and tired of saying the same thing the different way and i thought i'm actually now creating the problem because I'm focusing energy on the problem instead of focusing on solutions. So I'm just going to go out and create solutions for us. Yeah, that's it. I know. I mean, there's a point where you have to, where, you know, if it's true for you, there's a point where like, okay, I got to call this out. This is bullshit. I'm going to say it's bullshit, but harping and harping and harping and harping. And what happens I notice is, is people um, lose their uh, awareness of it. They, it gets boring. So so it doesn't, it, and you know, they've done this forever. They've done it with the fake moon landing and JFK's death and the 9-11, whatever, right? At first, it's this big thing and they have to control the narrative as much as they can at the beginning because that's where people's focus is. And then it'll, there'll be a new crisis and a new thing. And it doesn't matter the 
when the truth comes out about it and, oh, it wasn't airplanes and, oh, they did it and all of that stuff, it doesn't matter anymore because the, the focus is shifted and of the majority and all you need is the majority. The rest, people don't matter. And that's how they get away with this, right? Oh, now look over here, Russia, Ukraine, don't. So never mind the Pfizer documents that came out and never mind, you know, everyone's speaking out about it anymore. It's irrelevant now. It's irrelevant now. So they get away with it like that. Some of us don't forget. No, none of us will forget who are awake. <laughs> it just it just builds on another, and that that's that's and that is interesting now. How scientific um, paradigm shifts happen exactly the same way, because you can build your lie and you can put your fake science scientism in the lie, right? But then there's this little snippet of that doesn't fit. That goes in a different pile. And then you keep doing that and a little snippet, another pile. And over time, that pile starts to build. And eventually, it gets to the point you can't ignore that pile anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's way too obvious. And that's where I think we're at now. If you were to sum up what people could do just to help their health, if they were fairly new to the idea of taking themselves from a place of relying on the medical industry to more looking inside themselves and around themselves to a more natural approach, what would you suggest? Well, I mean, magnesium would be one of the obvious ones, wouldn't it? Yeah. And go to yummy.doctor and start watching my videos and just like type in liver health, how to detox or just detox or, or whatever topic. I mean, I haven't covered everything, obviously, but I'm going to get to You've covered a lot. <laughs> I'm trying to get to the big stuff. I mean, there's been some epic uh, videos I haven't ever been able to get back to like diabetes. That was just ridiculous. That was like three hours of just, I couldn't, I couldn't got too muddy, but I will revisit it. I will get to all those things. And, but ultimately <clears throat> it's simple because like I said, in a recent Facebook post, they let me, they let me come back on for a little bit. What? I know. I thought you were dangerous. Uh, I'm so, so <laughs> hot, too hot for them. Uh, but they, they they'll do a 30 day and then they'll let me play around for a couple of days and then I'll do another and they'll put like, this is their game. Anyway, I said, do you don't know what's wrong with you? Don't know where to start. You better just start detoxing. I mean, you don't have to know. You don't have to get a diagnosis from a quack to, to tell you what to do. You, you can sort of figure out which systems are involved ish. You know, you're not that dumb. You'll know if your heart's involved, you'll feel that. You'll, you know, you'll know if, if your skin's involved, you'll know which organ system is activated. And so that's a hunch. And just assess your situation. What are you eating, drinking? Uh, where's your lifestyle at? I mean, that's the first step with everything. Are you exercising? Are you sweating? Are you deep breathing? Are you getting sleep? Are you pooping? You know, all of those things, <clears throat> you have to assess that first and then go, oh, am I, where are the poisons coming in? It's coming in through drugs. It's coming in through alcohol. It's coming in through GMOs or pests. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> exactly. Where is it coming in? Just stop the poisons coming in somewhere. Just wherever that is, that's where you go. And then let's get the bowels moving. Let's get the purges going out, 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 express. And it can be even emotional expression. It could be like screaming in the forest. I don't know. I mean, whatever you got to do. I mean, I paint. 
So I, I feel like I can move stuff out. And that was part of the thing. I got so busy, I stopped doing some of that. And I could feel it inside of me where I needed to do that. Because it's not, it's not the physical expression so much as this more subtle energy part of me that has to move, right? And move your body, get things flowing. Are you stiff as a board? I mean, then move. It doesn't have to be going for like a 10K run, you know? It can be much simpler than that. So take a bath in Epsom salts, you know, reflect upon yourself, take a moment without devices and stimulation from the external and get real with yourself. Like what, what do you know? And everybody knows, what do you know that you really shouldn't be doing? You know, it's time to adult yourself up and stop doing that. And now if you make a decision, if you're coping, because there's a lot of coping mechanisms, and you're doing something you know is not good for your health and you're coping, just acknowledge that. Just say, I know I'm doing this bad thing because I'm self-medicating because there's something wrong that I'm not coping well with. That's step one, you know? And then go, okay, so I'm gonna, right now I can't take that out. I'm not strong enough to take that out. I have, that's my cope. I've, it's a bad coping mechanism, but I've chosen it. I'm going to honor, at least honor that I'm choosing it. And then I'm going to do all the other things right now, as best as I can to strengthen myself. So I can tackle this thing and get that cleared up. Cause that's not the first go-to because that's your crutch, whatever that crutch is. So it doesn't have to be like, take the crutch out from under you. It can be more calculating than that and more directed than that. Well, rec recognize it's a crutch. And recognize what you're doing, you know, and we all do some level of it. It's, it's, it's not an easy time to be on this earth and we're coping as best as we can emotionally, right? So now you have to ask yourself, well, what can you do emotionally that is going to make you feel stronger or help you feel like you don't need that anymore and you can stand on your own two feet, right? And that's a lot of it. That's a lot of our health problems too, because a lot of people are stressed and that's what they do. They're trying to offset their stress with some sort of coping mechanism of some sort. That's what people do. And so it then, it, or they're bored, they don't feel fulfilled in their lives. And then they start to eat bad foods, drink bad things, smoke bad things, even pot. I, I see this in the truth community all the time. And, and it's a very helpful botanical medicine, but it's abused a lot. And, uh, you know, it's, it becomes this thing you have to go to, to get by. And if that's, what's getting you by, then that's fine. Then that's getting you by and that's okay. But understand that it's not the healthiest way to do it. And there's, and so if that's in your head, if you can, cause if you're, if it's okay, if you're, if, oh, it's not a problem, man, 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 man then you're not acknowledging it. You're, you're right. And you'll never, you'll never get away from it. So what are you going to smoke weed every day when you're 80? Is that your plan? Or like, what's, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe, okay. If that's your path, enjoy, but you know. Yeah. I, I used to prefer eating it because it was a much uh, stronger, more intense thing. Yeah. I'll make an occasional cookie or brownie with it. Same thing with mushrooms, you know, but, but they're, they're. But the, the, if you treat it as a medicine, 
because that's what the plant is. They're all medicines. If you approach it that way, or you approach it with, I'd like access to something that for some reason, consciously, I can't get access to, they'll take you through the doorway into that realm. But once you've been there, I realize this, and I, I, I used the pot for a long time, that I know how to go through those doors. There's like a super highway back and forth because I've done it so many times. So I actually don't need what I think is the journeyman to take me there anymore. I'm capable of going on my own. That's right. Yeah. I used to do a lot of divination long ago because I was trying to get myself clear and I was trying to use symbols with cards and crystals just to try to, I was trying to hone my intuition. And then I realized that now it's in me. Now I've trained myself. I don't need the crutch. I don't need the thing. I've done what I need. I don't, it's a habit now. It's just a familiar, right? So I stopped and I don't need to do that anymore because now I ask myself, I've it's a well-worn path and it was a training guide. And the same thing with all of these other crutches or they can be used properly as training guides or as energy shifters, right? Because I agree, you can get stuck and I still get stuck sometimes. Like, I don't like this. I can't seem to get out of it. I've taken my magnesium. I took my B vitamins. I, I, I jumped up and down and moved my blood. I took a bath, whatever. And I'm still here. Now I need a new shift. I need something to help me a little bit stronger. Okay. Then, then use it. Right. But if it's like, I'm just going to get wake and bake and here's my day. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could never bring myself to do it during the day. It was always an evening thing. The only time I could, would do it during the day, and there's different kinds of strains, obviously, is if I felt like, because um, it always helped me with organizing. So I would be like, okay, it's time. I'm going to organize this room today. And then I would do just like a little tiny bit and it would get me focused on it. But that would be the, the day the day aspects most. I'd built some really interesting database systems, which is one of the things I don't do much of it anymore, um, because it would allow me to look at the problem from a completely different view that I simply couldn't get at from where I was using my logical mind. And and it, it so yeah, it was incredibly useful in that design part of the stage. Because plus the other thing was, it's the level of concentration I found I could have was ridiculous. I could stare at a problem for hours and hours and hours and not lose interest in it. Yes. Which I found difficult to do when I wasn't high. Yes. Well, and, and what you're doing is you're tapping into more of those resources in, in yourself. So you're opening the gate. So just more of yourself. Just more. Right. But then there's a repercussion because then, you know, there could be the next day where there's less <laughs> as you recover. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like, where, where am I going again? Oh. Well, never mind that. Where am yeah, I? Where am I? <laughs> I, just, I came into that room to get that thing, I think. Now I don't know. <laughs> yep. Snowing here again. It's supposed to be spring. <laughs> how, how lovely. Yeah. Well, we, we've had weather from like one degree and then the next day it's 12, 13 degrees. It's all over the place. Well, they're messing with it. And people, that's another thing people are not paying attention to is the ionospheric heating and this, the particulate spraying that has been going on for ages and ages, decades and decades. And, and uh, it's ridiculous. I mean, they, I don't, I guess Australia is not behaving appropriately. So I guess that's why they hit them with some crazy levels of flooding. So it's weather warfare. So basically, here's what we want. If you don't comply, you know, then you're not going to get the nicey-nice. You're going to get the bad storms and the embargoes. And this is what bullies do, right? 
Just grab your pitchforks, go and hag them out in the street and set to them. They'll leave. I'm, you know, I, I, I'm endlessly surprised that the, there's these same people just somehow, they must have really good guards or armored cars or something. I mean, how do they, how do people not want to get rid of them? I, it's amazing to me how they stay alive. <laughs> Well, yeah. I, years ago, I was selling property for a guy, and he was—he was a real monster. He was—he was stealing people's money like crazy. Over a hundred million he had when I first worked with him. And I, I worked something out along the way: the more preposterous the lie, the more people want to believe it. Mm -hmm. And I'd, I'd stand there. Too, Can't you see this? No, no. But he said this, and it's this. Not, but that doesn't make any fucking sense. How can you buy that? And they're still buying to it. It was bizarre. Yeah, I've had a few people. More and more elders who don't understand the level of scams that are out there, and uh, have you know the so a lot of people are soft hearts, and and when they hear a victim story, they get drawn in emotionally, and a lot of attackers do this. Of course, the politicians love that one, the bleeding heart stories, you know, and that's that's probably one of our weaker spots, but it's it's interesting because it's it's our humanity it's it's who we are We're, we want to be loving and caring and giving ultimately and so one of the worst things that a narcissist that's what narcissists do you know is is they play on our soft spots they know where our buttons can be pushed in any way and they pretend to be the bleeding hearts and uh, there's a funny there's this comedian tony baker and he does like voiceovers of like animals and stuff on TikTok. Because sometimes you just have to put some comedy on and laugh or you're going to lose your mind, right? So there's this one that is the best and it's between two cats. And uh, the cat is a rough Tom cat. And he's at the window. He's like, hey, Curtis, come on out here, playboy. Come and, you know, come and play with me. I, I mean, I, I'm, I really just want to see, you know, and like, you know, right and then he he fall he pretends to fall down so the cat goes away he's like oh 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 i need help oh oh you know to try to lure him out i mean it's a it's a classic tactic and and then he's like why didn't you come again why didn't you come and help me Kurt? you know why didn't you come out and help me <laughs> yeah think if that had been me, I'd have chucked a brick out the window at him. <laughs> right. But this is the ploy, right? Like, yeah, but, and it works. It works every single time. I know. It's a, and it's a, it, that's just, that's what blows my mind. I mean, and, and so I've had to say to, to people like, don't, you have to be careful with that because people who just want what they want for themselves with no care about anybody else, right? At all will say and do anything to get their way. And, and because they don't know who they are, they're divorced from themselves, they put on any character role that's needed at the time. They'll put on any mask, they'll be any individual, because that's, they're just trying to manipulate you in any which way. And I don't know why people can't, can't see it. I mean, there's, there's this one guy trying to scam a friend of mine and he's overseas, and they, so it's the long game con, right? Where, oh, I'm romantically interested in you, so that's a whole emotional thing. And then, oh, my son, he's in the hospital all of a sudden, and I'm over here in this country, and I can't wire transfer money, and 
can you help help me? Here's a picture of my son. It's like somebody else. It's like some random picture of some kid, you know? Oh, okay, sure. Really? I mean, what happened there? Like, do you not have gut feelings? And I think that's one of the reasons why they fed us so much garbage, like food garbage. Because then you don't have your gut sense anymore. You don't have that tingly sense where something's wrong, you know? I notice that now I only eat once a day. My gut feeling is a lot stronger than it ever used to be. Yeah. I usually only eat one main meal a day as well. I might have breakfast, like or which is usually just fruit of some sort. Um, and if I feel hungry in the afternoon, I'll, I'll, it'll just be like a smoothie with some, you know, protein stuff. Uh, but usually four, you know, four or five o'clock, that's like the main daily meal. And uh, that's it. So I know it. And I, I, I find I'm way more clear when I'm fasting as well. Yeah, well, that, that, that's got me thinking that is it the reason we've been fed so many carbohydrates, which of course make you hungry when you eat carbs, Yeah, that you're constantly keeping your gut, which is a lot of your instincts and your intelligence, you're constantly keeping that overloaded and distracted so you don't pick up on all the subtle stuff. And when you start to look after that and you eat far less and you eat better quality, that all of those senses start to come back. Maybe that's something to do with it. Yeah, of course, because your and your own microbial milieu in there is creating, is building for you. It's building neurotransmitters. It's building all kinds of um, uh, vitamins. And it also is helping you absorb and digest and assimilate information, right? So it's a, it's a builder and an assimilator and, um, of information, which is what nutrients ultimately are broken down to is biochemical and electrical information to keep things communicating in the body. So think about if you're globbing up your communication system, then are your meridians going to be able to transmit signals properly? No, of course not. And then your brain going to work good? No, nope. won't be bad brain, soft brain. This <laughs> one guy... Oh, I forget his name. He calls it smooth brain. Because <laughs> you know how we have ridges because we need the, the surface area to be to be complex. And he calls people smooth brains. Oh, my God. I like that. <laughs> you did a raw milk fast recently. What was no, that No, I like didn't do you? a raw milk fast. That was... Um, I thought I'd read you was would. Daniel Reutis did that. Right. Okay. I, re- I read that wrong. Sorry. podcast. Yeah. And I haven't even read all his results yet. I only a little bit of it. And uh, so, yeah, interesting, isn't it? Um, well, it is, yeah, because we have a dairy near us. Um, they've never been inoculated. They only have pasture. Um, and I get raw cream. I have raw cream from there every day as a, as a kind of dessert. It's just, it's delightful. You can make butter real easy with cream. Yes, I do. Cream. It's so easy Piece to cake, make butter. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's easy to do most things. It just takes a little time, a little of effort. And that's what people, you know, if you will expend it, it's rewarding because you can input your energy into it as you're doing it. Yeah, I even do that when I'm cleaning or organizing. I, It's a conscious and it'll raise the shakti or the, the frequency and it'll feel, it'll feel different, you know. I mentioned that I was building a, I built a car for one of my daughters and it was funny because she messaged me the other night and she said, I can feel so much of you in this car. And I said, well, I put a lot of me into it. Mm-hmm. And when I make anything, when I make soap or when I make any product, 
it's the same thing. And I had to teach other, I had to teach the people who helped me make stuff the same thing. Your thoughts, your, what you're, what, where you're at when you make this is intention. The intention of everything that I make is whomever touches this or, or uses this will become fulfilled in whatever they, their own fulfillment is. That's the, that's the ultimate intention that they will find what they see, what they're seeking, what they need. And, uh, it, it matters. It does. And I did an experiment a while ago, way long, like 10 years ago when I started making stuff, I used different tuning forks when the product was at just either in the, in the main bowl, but also on the different at the, as it was cooling, as it was settling. And the, and so I do test, you see my bathroom. So I used to store all my science projects on this rack in the bathroom to see how long they would rot, like how long it would take for them to break down, to rot, right? And when I did the, the tuning fork application, it took a lot longer before it went into fungal or you know, bacterial stuff. So, which a lot of people make a mistake and they think that's a bad thing. It's not. It's just part of the process. Well, well, everything that's technically dead is going to come back to the earth. I mean, that's just how it goes. And uh, immediately, once something's plucked from the vine, it's dying. It's going. <laughs> so, you know, you want it as close to the vine, or you want it as as close to freshness. And obviously you don't want things contaminated, especially when you're talking creams and topicals and stuff, you don't want them contaminated, obviously, especially if you want increased shelf life and people are putting their fingers into it and all that. So it just made a lot of sense. And I'm looking forward to the next phases of things, which is also like teaching, you know, teaching and rehabilitating doctors, nurses, and people who've been in the conventional system and they're, they're done with it. There's that. And I'm working with Andrew Kaufman on that a little bit because he's doing a, a university where there's professors and reteach and retune people so they can be helpful. Those people wanted to help and wanted to heal people, but they've, they've been hoodwinked by the wrong system. And it's the same as the politicians. They want to help. They want the change. They want to make a difference. And they get hoodwinked into the system. It's the same, you know. And even I talked with an awake lawyer in town same thing gotta wear the mask gotta do the thing because you got hoodwinked into an ag an agreement with a cult that tells you you have to or you don't get to work for the cult anymore you know with the licenses same thing so you know and then and then let's get once we do this part then we can do our own science again we have to do science properly again well, you have to do science. You have to do actual science. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not what they've labeled as. I did a video that was about using the right words because people use the wrong words because they've been hoodwinked to use the wrong words. Mm -hmm. You know, so they call it science. It's not fucking science. It's a million miles from what science is. Yeah, a million miles. A million miles. It's pathetic. It's, it's upsetting, too. Being someone with a science mind, it's very upsetting, you know, because I, 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 and even in naturopathic college, you have to be trained to read the studies because of the language, because they do this trickery with words as well, because it's just like legalese. You don't, 
if you don't read Black's Law Dictionary, you don't know what the hell they're talking about or what that words really mean. Or when they say isolation, <laughs> what does that really mean? <laughs> well, it's not really isolation. It's just <laughs> we're going to use the word and we're def defining it as such, you know? So once we get around the semantics and figure that out, you're like, oh, they're just all making this. This is all gobbledygook. This is fantasy. Even, even, even what we think the cell supposedly looks like is fantasy. You know, imagine you take tissues out of the body and you put them through a freaking whirly gig like a blender, and then you lay, and then you add chemicals and, and you stain stuff, and then you smoosh it, flatten it between a sandwich of, of glass and plastic, and then you put some heat and light and UV and whatever on it. And then you tell people that's what's in the body. <laughs> what in the hell is that? <laughs> that's science. That's what they say. Well, yeah, that makes no sense when you look at it like that. It's ridiculous. I mean, even the structures that they say are happening inside the cell. They don't, where is that? Where is the endoplasmic dam reticulum? Where's the Golgi apparatus? That shit happens when you mix up shit and, and then it reorganizes itself in the smooshy sandwich. That's what you get. But that doesn't mean that it's actually happening inside your cells, inside your body. They've never done that. They've never concluded that. That's what a joke it is. So, And there was a, there was a, a microscope, wasn't there, that could study live tissue at a similar power to electron microscope. It was a Rife thing to do with um, crystals, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Rife had his own tech. And Nason's, Gaston Nason's made his own somatoscope. And uh, there were a few really brilliant inventors that realized you couldn't see it with the one light. You had to cross different lights to, to see it. I think uh, it was because of sunlight, which UV was the, the message. It was like, oh, we can only see these somatids when it's high noon. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Oh, because sunlight has something to do with the visibility spectrum of these creatures. So we're going to have to invent a microscope that both gives us light that we can visualize and highlights what's in there in the living tissue. So once we get our living microscopes back, you know, we'll be a different game. All, the, all this lying that's been going on is going to be impossible to support. Oh, absolutely. Their, their day would be done. I think that's why they want to shove everybody into the metaverse, into the illusion world as fast as possible because they, they I, I watched this film, which I would never recommend for any child to ever lay eyes upon. It's a new film uh, called um, Free Guy. And it's extremely disturbing because it's it's their disclosure on what they want. This is how they want reality to be for people where they get up every day and go into their virtual reality existence where they can be anything and anybody they want play video games all day basically that's what it is and like if you want to be a rabbit you can be a rabbit if you want to be a cat you can be a cat you know you, wow ooh, shiny you know just sounds horrendous <laughs> go out and live life yeah there's actually a total real style the most realistic virtual reality that exists is called your life 
It's right outside your door. Right outside your door. <laughs> you can go play right there. You don't even need any equipment. <laughs> no. Wild. In fact, you're better to play without equipment when you're out there. It's it's crazy that they, and again, only psychopaths would think that that's in that's like desirable, really. Um, you know how fickle people are and how bored they get with stuff. You better keep the. At some point, there has to be the the rate limiting step of that equation where you run out of the input of that's cool or I want that. You know, because ultimately, even me as a child with my brother, we used to play RPG games all the time, build worlds and castles and cool shit. My mom be like, it's beautiful outside, we're outside. Like, we're building worlds. You know, at some point that became boring, you know, and we didn't want it anymore. So same thing with this whatever meta kaka that they're trying to make so alluring. You know, they might get some millennials losing their, giving away their, most of the majority of their lives to something, but they'll get regret, meta regretters, just like they get trans regretters, right? Where they're like, wow, did I fuck up? I made a huge, huge mistake. I, That's a very interesting one-way street, that one. I know. Well, now you can't have babies and now, you know, your hormones are messed up, which means your mind is messed up ultimately, because that's... That's part of your thinking, your hormones. And um, yeah, lots of lots of regret and that you can't totally fix. I mean, you can't put your dick back on once it's gone. So there's that part <laughs> gone. <laughs> You'd have to get it. So I, yeah, just, I, I, I know a few people who've gone that route and they are, they're not the same as they were mentally. Well, I don't know how you could, I mean, messing around with your fundamental birth blueprint you can't be sane i don't think so i i mean there are some some powerful um you know i don't think it's the same as being born gay or gay like i think there's a a true percentage of two-spirited individuals that's very genuine and real and they're incredible people you know but then there's the uh, this is the problem with the leftist thinking it's all or nothing i mean but you can acknowledge that the atrazine pesticides in the water turn frogs gay. Like you can't, that's actual science that was done. You can't see that maybe they weren't, or the social pressure to think you're gay. Like you can't think that those are not agendas, not saying anything about the two-spirited, genuine two-spirited people. It's nothing to do with that. You know, I even know, I even have friends who are, genuine two-spirited couple and they know this is all ridiculous this this pedo thing that well now you have to love now now it's okay for pedos to to be in that category like that's not okay it's not acceptable no it's a million miles from okay many many miles from okay i mean if that ever happened what in 1700s i think they'd probably be hung literally in the streets and your body's out in public view. <laughs> this carries on because there are no consequences for the people that are perpetuating the lie. If there were consequences, so if that little gimp Trudeau got dragged out in the street and hung up, the other ones around the world playing the game would probably say, yeah, you know, maybe we just need to stop doing this. Yeah, well. But there's no consequences. They get away with everything. There's no consequences, right? Other than their soul, 
consequences if they have one. Well, yeah, but they, they don't. <laughs> yeah, I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> you know, we don't know the big long game. That's always the perspective part that we have to keep in mind, right? Like, we don't know. If you have faith that there's a creator and that we're taken care of on some level, then okay. Then that means there's a purpose somewhere in this nonsense, which I'd like to know. But obviously, it's it has to be there in some way. There has to be some rational or reason why we're going through all of this and what's happening. We just don't know it and we don't understand it. And so we have to have some level of faith that good is going to come out of this. I think it will. I, I feel that. I don't feel any kind of anxiety or anything about anything that's going on. I'm very curious to see where it's going to end up. And I think that it will end up on the right side of things. I can't see it going the other way. But I also think that there's probably still a load more bumps and kind of uh, diversions along the way on that journey home. Well, they're going to they're gonna keep trying because now, like I said, they played their hand, right? And, and we know that every whatever the crisis is that they engineer is going to lead to digital ID, digital passports, you know, um, uh, uh, surveillance state, um, you know, uh, digital money, their digital money, et cetera. Cause the economies are done. They, and they, they do it on purpose. Of course, because you think they're doing that. The gas really went up. <laughs> they, it's so random. They're like, let's put it up 20 cents. Okay. You know, it has nothing to do with the actual barrel cost. They're just like jacking it up because they want you in the electric cars because in the electric cars, they can connect to the social credit system. And if you don't behave, they can turn off your car. They can turn off your bank account. They can do all those things. They ha you have to be on the grid. They can't have driverless cars that run on gas. The driverless cars have to be electric. So they're going to try to push everybody to go electric. So they're going to put the gas prices, and they got the fake climate change hopes, and you know pushing that hard, of course, so that you, you know your your breath and your farts are evil. You're evil. You shouldn't have kids. You know, you're you're some stupid carbon that hurts this beautiful earth and all this crap. That they're poisoning. That they're poisoning. <laughs> and also that every single one of their so-called climate change predictions, not one, I think there's 50 of them, and not one has ever come true. Not one. <laughs> so, at what, again, it comes back to the scams. Like, at what point do you stop believing them? <laughs> you know, how many more failures do you need before you're like, oh, they're fucking liars, right? Oh, God. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, I'm done with that. <laughs> so it's it's so the thing is with the with the with the whole gas is like they don't want you traveling, they don't want you going anywhere. Obviously, it's the same thing as the fake coronavirus. They want you set home, isolated, bored, going into the metaverse. Uh, you know, not driving, not traveling. It's the same thing. Put the gas up, not driving, not traveling, buying the shit they want you to buy. It's all just the same coercion, the same manipulation to the same aims of the digital ID and the blah, 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 because they're they are on purpose crashing the economy. You, the economy was just fine. It was just fine until they start they start farting around with it. That's it. It would work, except they don't want it to work because they can't get you broke in debt and also get get the the country, which is a sub-corporation of the mega-corporation, can't sell the land out from people 
unless you put the debt on the backs of the people, right, through the birth certificate bond. So you rob them blind. They don't know it. You sell the land to the IMF and to all the world banks. Right? And then the debt is what? Something trillion, trillion, whatever. It doesn't make any sense. That. And then you're like, oh, guess what, guys? You have to pay us back because can't I'm we're broke, man. And then they're like, oh, we don't got nothing. Oh, well, yeah, I guess the land's gonna be ours and your infrastructure and your people and stuff. You know, and then they want to genetically engineer the people, the shots, so they can do the GMO corn scam on us. Like, well, they're not technically really human anymore, Supreme Court. So it's kind of a well, they're ours now because they're modified, you know? And it's it that's how crazy these these people are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They want to own it all. But that's the direction it's going. Yeah. Doesn't matter which shiny distraction they put in front of you, it's going to go that way. That's the way. That's the underpinning. And so people just recognize patterns, understand what psychopaths do, like narcissist psychopaths do, and see that the end goal is always going to be the same. And obviously the World Economic Forum henchmen are greatly involved and have been for a long time and the Klaus Schwab school of the global uh, nut jobs there that they've infiltrated every corporation with. Yeah. He's, he's a piece of work, that guy. Unbelievable. I mean, I mean, they've made it so macabre. I mean, someone was saying to me, you know, there's that meme that goes around and it's a bunch of aliens and they're like, Oh, we're up next guys. I'm nervous. Have you seen that one? It's like, are they going to do Project Bluebeam yet? Like, how far are they going to take it? Like, with the fake alien agenda or uh, invasion? Or, remember they tried that back, the, the War of the Worlds scam back in, yes. what was it, the 50s yep. they did that? 50s, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever heard? I went back and listened to that. Hilarious. And people fell for it. People fell for it. You know, and they had to go, okay, whoa, 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 guys. We're cool. We're, it's okay. It was- I, hang on a sec. Amanda, the entire world fell for a coronavirus. There you go. There you go. That was probably just a study that they did. You know, let's see what happened. Of course it is. It's all part of the game. See how gullible and stupid people are. Yeah. And they did and then they then they kept doing it. Now they did this. I mean, that's why I did that video like stop saying you had it. Stop saying you know someone who had it. Stop. Just you didn't. You can't. It doesn't exist. Stop saying it. Stop promoting it as it's real, it's not. And you're just feeding the illusion. So you're not helping yourself. You're, you're, you're helping your own enslavement and you don't even know it. It's, it's alarming to watch them do it still. Someone said to me that day, because in, in Wales still, masks are still compulsory when you're out. Are they going to drop it? Did they and, say anything about it? No, I don't think so. Wow. It's it's funny because I'm never I, I'm not interested in anyway. Someone said to me, "Just I, I'm just curious, why won't you wear one?" I said, "Because try as I might, they won't let me into the cult you're in. <laughs> they don't want me." What, what do you mean? I said they don't want me. Not a chance. They want me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> and I'd like to be in it because then I can, you know, I could, I could do some subversion in there. But you won't let me in. I do this one now. I do. Uh, I do well. Uh, I haven't worn one yet. And I'm not going to start now. So, and they don't know how to answer it because they're like, oh. like they can't. As soon as I say that, they're like, ever. 
like it's been two years and you ne- like they can't get past that little thing. So it just shuts them up. And my, uh, one of my, uh, workers, uh, she says, uh, Oh, I'm practicing my freedom right now. (laughs) 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 They don't know what to say to that either. I bumped into someone the other day that was trying to convince me they had coronavirus. And I said, all right. So I ran up to him, give him a big hug. I said, would you please spit on me and cough on me and drop bodily fluids on me? He went, why? I said, because I want to prove something to you. Yeah. And they're just like, what are you doing? I said, just come Come on. Come on, right here. So come on. Yeah. That's right. Spit in my mouth. I don't give it. Just do something. That was the exact what? same thing that got me in that hot water at the beginning. You know, that was the vi- the exact same thing I said. I said, I don't care if you whatever sick thing you think you have. You can come in here. You can cough on me. You can seize on me. I don't care. I'm not scared of you. I know this is not how it works. And that's what got crazy out there and all my attacks and, and that stupid global news attack and all this insanity. <laughs> Told you you were dangerous. Yeah, see? Too hot to touch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's, it, it is bizarro. So, But I guess the part that, that I had to really wrestle with in all of this is, is um, that I was disturbed in some way that it was so all-pervasive. I guess I, I, had, I just thought that there were a little more adults around somewhere, you know, than this. I really did. I thought people had more sense than this. I, I really did. And, and that was a bit, big letdown for me. And it was a very, I actually had like a, a little bit of depression even from it because I was like, really? This much? This big? You know? But at least now, because of the trucker protest, I think helped a lot. And, um, and some of the other dumb, obvious things. And obviously the people dropping dead from said shots uh that that seems like when i look at comments now you know they're they all know about the wef like a lot of them they know who who are you know who are these schwab freaking anal schwab as we call them lovingly (laughs) well didn't they didn't they have an anal schwab test for coronavirus so i just think of him apparently so yeah i would love to see someone try that (laughs) and over let's see Let's see if you're sick. It's not going to end well. <laughs> uh, and and I think, and the biggest disappointment was people really believing that you can transmit a sickness without being sick, like without having symptoms of sickness. That's that's like having a hangover when you've not had a drink. That makes perfect sense, doesn't yeah, it? That they really went with that, that hard. This yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, you're an asymptomatic Karen. I'm still there going... Have I just heard that? But but yet the mucus and the snot is apparently, or the particulates are apparently what transmits this so-called thing that's never been isolated or, or characterized properly or whatever. But if you're not expressing, then how do you express it? Like I don't, it doesn't make any sense, right? And if you're wearing a mask and you drop the mask, how come there's not a biohazard on the floor? Right. The, the touching the mask thing. I mean, come on. And I mean, how many examples have we had where they're doing the mask thing and then they, and then you pay with cash and then you just give your cash back. I'm like, you know, you just touched me, right? But keep with that hand sanitizer. And what was it, the CDC that came out saying, whoops, oh, sorry about those hand sanitizers. They give you cancer. 
Oops. Yeah, as if we didn't know that one. Sorry about that. Yeah. Funny when all this started, I went somewhere to get some fuel and the, the guy said, we're not taking cash. I said, that suits me. And I went to walk out and he said, where are you going? I said, well, I've offered you legal tender for the products I've decided to buy. You don't want it. You've refused the payment, so it must be a gift. Thanks very much. I'll come back tomorrow for the same deal if that's all right. All right. Funnily enough, he changed his tune, which was really disappointing. Fascinating. <laughs> well, you know, they can microwave the money. I think that turns out really well. <laughs> yeah, don't get me started on microwaves. <laughs> oh, my God. They've made everybody into these germaphobic maniacs, you know, and it's really yeah. sad. It's really sad. Yeah, you can see how concerned I am. You can see the state of my nails. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's been in yeah. there or in the car. <laughs> Uh, that's a mixture of dirt and engine oil, which is never going to come out. Well, I actually incidentally make a soap called Coconut Mechanics Soap. It's a soap specifically okay. for mechanics, and it will get it out. Yeah. It's a, it's pure coconut oil. It'll do it. I use coconut oil and bicarb. That usually works, but because I'm doing it every day, I give them a wash at night. That's the other thing. I don't, I don't clean much. And it's just, we're not designed to be constantly cleaning ourselves. It's ridiculous. No, I know. It's overdone. I mean, people, I don't shower every day. I, don't, I only wash my hair once a week. And only because if I don't, I'll get dreads. So, because it's, it's so curly that the hairs don't actually fall out. It's like I have, you know, the old phones, the old phone cords. That's my hair. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> So, yeah, my daughter's like that. So I have to wash it because I have to get the, the dead fallout or also get dreads. A birate dread every day. I don't. <laughs> Which is, I've done it. It just gets heavy. So. Yeah, I, I don't have that trouble. Yeah, you're good. You got the E. But I, got, I get plenty going on down here. Yeah, so. you're like, oh, <laughs> snack, yum. <laughs> no, it's a good place to keep food. <laughs> you hide all kinds of goodies in there. That's almost like equivalent to women who have breasts because I don't really have this voluptuousness. But, you know, you can put your, put your wallet in there, take your broom out. I don't know. You can put all kinds of stuff in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Absolutely. if the new world order is coming, you got to hide your key to your lockbox where your, where your gold is and, you know, just stick it in there. It's a good hiding place. Yeah, let them let them come. They'll fall over. Their time will be done. I know it's not sustainable. I've said this from the beginning. Their behaviors, their actions, and the repercussions they're creating—it's just not sustainable. So just step back, prepare your life, do your right things, and let them be crazies as they'll tunnel in on themselves. You know, but don't get swept up in their tornado because then you're going with them. So. That's all. Yeah, as you said, back up a bit. Yeah. Yeah. If, it, if an animal's dying, you want to be back away from it because it'll be thrashing around a lot. It'll be thrashing or someone's drowning. They pull on you. So it's, it's not comfortable to watch by any chance, you know, really. I mean, it's not comfortable to watch people get duped and hurt. No, it's not. That's the upsetting part, you know, with anything. They have to get the lessons they came here to get. Well, how uh, obviously, like we said, they're not listening to the whisper. So it's going to get loud. Going to get loud and proud. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. They'll open the door one day and you get a punch in the face. Right. Here it is. All right, yep. Got that. Thanks. That's why I try and listen now because they're much more pleasant when they arrive, when they're gentle. And don't take them seriously. I don't take them seriously. I, I don't disrespect 
not say the thing. You know, you don't fall to their level. You stay respectful and honorable always. That's your practice. So, so, so as much as I get angry and I might say stuff, ultimately reset yourself back to that space because that's your practice. And so, if they send you a letter saying that you owe them something, you just say, "I don't." But or you just or or at this point, kind of just ignoring a lot of their insanity, just ignore it. And I've learned that lesson because I used to think when you were given an offer, a presentment, that you must decline it. Uh, or else it's it's agreed upon in tacit agreement. But if you've never engaged with it, then you actually don't even have to engage with it at all. It doesn't exist for you. So most of the time, it's just don't, they try to hook you in to scams, right? By your um, uh, creating a joinder with them, right? By saying, I did what? Or tell me more. Then you, is your name, whatever, you're in. So. I just don't even, what, <laughs> you know, I mean, they they play games. They, they, because that's all they have. They're like, um, jesters in the court. They're like goofy clowns joke bouncing around. <laughs> that's, that's right. They're just actors. They're actors, but they're these, they're this trying to poke at you and see if you'll see if it'll bug you enough. It bugs you enough. And, Let's give them a backhand. Yeah, if you get pulled, but if you get pulled, by it. It's the same thing. It's the absolutely, not. yeah. Same thing as a narcissist. Poke, 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 poke. Where can we get you? Where can we get? Where do you have open holes? Where's your energy leaking? And we're going to find the leak. And we're going to plumb the leak, right? And I notice as I get less leaky, then it goes to the next. You know, if you know sacred geometry, you have the first sphere and then the other spheres and so forth. So you're in the center sphere, and your people or things around you are the others, right? like even your cats and stuff, they'll try to get you through them now because they can't get to you, so they can only get to you through others. So you have to keep your house in order. That's your house. That's your familia. That's your the people that are familiar to you or around you because they'll try. I mean, you know how many times they attack people that were working for me just to try to destabilize my business? So only the ones who are strong enough stay. And that's just the way it is. That's just how the how the psychic attack kind of phenomenon works, because they'll find any leak and think of it from the other perspective of making you stronger and making you notice your how do you know you have a leak unless someone's trying to plummet, right? Oh, I had a leak. Huh. Thank you for letting me know. I'll plug that right up right now. You know. This is this is the thing. Everything serves you, Amanda, if you look at it the right way. That's right. Everything. Everything. And James True talks about that all the time, if you ever listen to James True. This is, this is all, ultimately, this is all serving us. This is all us. This is all our shadow. And I've talked about the shadow and the shadow projection. You know, the unconscious mind creating on the stage of this existence, the players, the actors, to project back to us so we can see what's going on in our own minds, in our own hidden selves, right? All the stuff that we want to shove back down. You can't, not through the apocalypse, you can't shove nothing down. It's all coming. <laughs> it's all there. Klaus Schwab looks like a freaking villain out of a cartoon. So 
obviously we manufactured, we watched a lot of cartoons as kids to manufacture something like that, you know? So if you radically take self-responsibility, like radically, so everything's me, not from narc side, not from narcissism, from owning your shit, owning your cucka, as my spiritual teacher used to say, and take self-responsibility for all the things that are happening around you rather than play victim or fall into blame or shame or all that kind of stuff. It, it really changes how you see the world. And that now you don't have to make it burdensome for you. That's the caveat. It's not all your fault, meaning it's not always all your responsibility to fix, right? Because it's already manifested. It's already playing out. But it's your responsibility now to find the leak and find that, that shadow and eat it up and pour the waters of consciousness on it or shine the light on it, however analogy you want and pay attention. And once you're, once you're aware and consciousness is on it, it's done. That's it. That's all you actually need to do because the consciousness is the consciousness. Now it knows and that's it. It's done. It knows. It can't unknow. You can't not know now unless you have sudden amnesia, which is, I think, what they do to us when they recycle us back into this, whatever this is. Some say a simulation. I think it's the mistake we make when we follow the light. I think that's a bad direction. I agree. And I've been looking at that for many a year because I was like, is that a double cross? Is that like, no, you know, but it is. You don't go to the light because the light is like, come back. Look how that. Have you seen that um, cartoon film, Soul? Soul? Soul, S-O-U-L. I don't think so. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll dig a copy out and send you a link. It's a really interesting look at that. Mm. Brilliant. This one, it's, to me, it's another one of those where it's displayed right in your face. This is exactly what's going on, but we'll put it into a cartoon. So people think it's a cartoon, so it's nothing. Yeah. I, I, and if, like, just think about all the, the same thing that people have when they die. And they've come back, right? Like they've had a near-death experience. They say the same thing. Say so like, there was a light. I was compelled to go toward it. You know, all my family was there and it was loving and this sort of thing. But what we just talked about with the emotional manipulation, right? We know that's our biggest weak spot. And we want the love. We want the connection. And we want to feel that nurturing and that. We want that the most, right, of anything. <clears throat> so they lure us with that. Of course, they're going to lure our greatest sense of us back. Why wouldn't, what, if you, why wouldn't you use love as a tool? If you were the fucking evilest thing in the world, what would, how, how would you lure somebody back? How would you lure the soul? That. You, it'd be love. False love, but it'd be love. Or just even if it's genuine love, doesn't matter, right? Like you love someone and they're showing you them. Right? Why wouldn't they? But what I'd like to know is I would like to know if anyone had had a near-death experience, but they see two options. Not going back and not going to the light, but a third option, I guess I should say. The void. Do they sense a void? Do they know there's a void? Do they feel there's another option for them? If they weren't so over-focused on seeing their, their dead relative or whatever, you know? or hearing a voice, or whatever the alluring is. And isn't that what the Tibetans? The Tibetans were very focused, if you read the Book of the Dead, the Living the Dead, anyway. If you, if you read their manuscripts, their, very, their whole life is training themselves to not fall for it in death. Like, they'll have a whole, the, the sage life, 
you know, which might be their last lifetime or whatnot. And they make that rainbow body when they die and they make artifacts or relics. They make like pearls in their, inside their bodies. You know, they, they study this to not get pulled back in and into their, into their recycling. Rather, they can, you can become immortal in that regard or you're immortal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think I'd be keen not to do another rerun if it's like this every time. No. Mm-mm. I already said no. I already said, I already said no. I said, I'll come back. I'll do the work. Okay. I'll pump out the knowledge, whatever is going to help. I'll do the helping. I will. And then, no. <laughs> okay, deal? Okay, good. Yeah, we're done. Yep. <laughs> I'm out of here. So I'll go Boyd. I'll see what Boyd does. And there was another book, which I don't think was accurate per se. Uh, Adam, I think his name's Adam somebody. He's like a seer type of guy. No, there was a different, that's a different guy. There's another one. I'll remember the book. I have it. Uh, I can't remember the gentleman's name. Anyway, he talks about the void and that he, when he, you know, he went there, he went through the void and he was traveling all through space and time and all this kind of stuff was going on. He was relating to stars and he was talking very. That that sounds like a trip on DMT. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. It's not uh, accurate, but what it did is it gave that idea that there's another route out you know where you're really free you're truly free you're truly autonomous in that regard but it's still a mystery ultimately you know and we know this is a trickster place and uh but as we get clearer and cleaner and lighter and our frequency changes then you just have instantaneous knowing you you don't have to do science how do you think they even knew what plants did way back and what how would they just test everything? Oh, yo, oops, you're dead. That one's poisonous. No, they had instantaneous communication with plants. They, they knew instantaneous knowledge. They had access to that. That's how they figured all this stuff out. That's how they had high tech back when, which they tell us were come from barbarians in caves and pro magnum man. That's right. Yeah. That's just, that's hysterical. People believe that too. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you, they start on it at a very early age. I know. It's one of the first things you get taught. Same with the dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. I know. And space and, and you know, NASA and all that bollocks. All bollocks. And it's all story time. And and one thing I realized when my daughter was in first and second grade when I was at conventional government schools, um, they love it. They push it so hard. Everything is the, like, what did you learn today? We learned about astronauts again. I'm like, oh, what'd you learn today? Oh, we learned about this dinosaur. I'm like, really? This is what you're learning? Who cares? Even if it was real, the fuck cares? That was in their in their regard. It was how many millions and billions and trillions, like in insane amounts of time ago, and it relates to us. How? <laughs> what are you doing today? You know, how are you cooking your food? And how are you? living your life how are you avoiding to get sucked into the matrix <laughs> you know they're not going to teach any of that they're not going to teach independence they're going to teach behavior to to obey right it's the wrong word isn't it schools aren't for teaching they're for indoctrination that's what they are their indoctrination camps always have been yeah. always happen and it's it's ridiculous i mean what would what did you learn today oh we watched a disney movie oh that's what you did at school today 
on a beautiful sunny day, you were inside watching a Disney movie. Holy cow. That was the day I was done. That, that exact day when she told me that, I pulled her out the next day. She was done. I was done. Well, I wanted her to have local friends. And the only way I could do it is if she started to socialize. So I did it that way. But then I was like, honey, the more, when you come back from school, I have to undo everything you just learned. That's too much work for me. I'm done. I'm out. So, but she learned what the lies were. So it did help because I, well, I told her that's bullshit. So she's like, oh, it's bullshit. Yeah. Interesting. eh? The only problem is now that she's 10, she knows a lot of stuff. And she's like, well, that's bold. You know, she's like me. There's, there's no filter. So I'm like, honey, <laughs> okay. We're going to talk about filters now a little bit. And with the world out there being cuckoo, uh, you got to know when to just, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Have a nice day. When, when to blend. Well, there's time and place, right? There's tact. Yes, there is. Yeah. And I still have to be tactful. I can when family, some family are still sleeping, like, oh, interesting. Anyway, let's talk about the weather then. Weird weather. Okay, I can't even really talk about that because then it goes into the geoengineering. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so do you go shopping? I don't know. What I can talk about with you. <laughs> Don't talk to him. That's that's been my approach recently. I'll just go and do something else. I gotta go do something, I'll stay around. Well, if it's if it's too to me, if I've I will always give the benefit of the doubt and always try. Then it, when it comes to a certain point, then you just you go. You just go. There's nothing else to, to do about it. You can't what are you supposed to do? Hurt yourself? You can't. You have to you have at some point you have to put the boundary up for your own protection and not just is what it is. And that's self-love. And if you don't have it, then you're going to bleed out and you're nothing to nobody and you're useless. So there's no point to that either. Definitely. It's an interesting world. <laughs> it is. I sent you and I could talk for hours and hours and hours and I'd love to. However, I also need to go and get some food because it's nearly breakfast time for me. Ah, breakfast. Yes. I'm going to do, I have an emergency consult today. So it's my next, uh, approach but this is lovely i love speaking with you i love having our likewise thank you high-minded conversations and uh you know it's not sometimes i have to be very technical sometimes you know sometimes i have to be all sciencey and whatever so i i adapt obviously to what is needed in the moment and i think if people learn that in inside themselves that you know do they have to learn it or just remember it yeah yes well, remembering it is a type of learning because then you have to get your muscle memory triggered again. And so, you know, there's a bit of that, but ultimately, yeah, reconnect to it because it's, it is who we are. You know, we are adaptable. We we're meant to flow. We're meant to, to change and grow and become. And, uh, and nothing of us is, is static really. You know, we are, we are meant to, to achieve something here and, and, uh, and not just live in some sort of mundane existence where we're waiting for something to, I don't know, trigger us or entertain us or whatever. So, you know, I'm, I'm just happy that I can be authentic and that, you know, I encourage others to be authentic 
as much as for you. Can. You have a story to tell, so tell it. Tell it. Yes, exactly. And and be honest with yourself, most importantly. Thank you, Adrian. I hope you have a wonderful breakfast. And uh, thank you, Ashel. And I will go off and do my little prep for my next round of teaching, I guess. <laughs> Good. We'll enjoy that. And hopefully we can talk again, but maybe not leave it a year this time. Yeah. Yes. That's a, a good idea. I know that uh, so much has happened. Well, I moved too. I mean, there was a lot that happened in a year for me. So, um, but yes, that sounds wonderful. Thank you so, so much. And thank you for, for um, doing that urine therapy um, grouping that you did. That's brilliant. And I've handed it off to many, many people. So thank you for Yeah, it made, it made sense to put it into one area for the ones who want to look at it that it resonates with. I think they will be absolutely amazed at what it can do for them. Absolutely. And just to have it in one resource is very, very valuable. So thank you for doing that. So that's one of my skills is, is sticking things together. Clearly. <laughs> well, yeah. Building cars, putting groups of knowledge together, all that sort of stuff. Aye. It's a great Aye. skill. You look after yourself, my friend. I'll speak to you soon. All right. You too, Adrian. Take care. Well. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks. Bye-bye.